0: the Grisha cast is currently covering Ninth House, an adult novel. This
1: is a change from our normal young adult podcast. Please keep this in mind when listening to this episode with children. We will let you know when we return to young adult content.
0: And I'll tell you guys since we're we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to the Grecia
1: Cast. Welcome to Grecia Cast, episode 122. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters six through eight of Lee Bardugo's ninth house. This is your host, Eric.
0: And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse.
1: a world created by our own prognostication leader Lee Moisa Moisaviani casters. Hello there! Hi, hi. <laughs> so we're excited to be here, and we got some listener cities.
0: Mm-hmm. First, we have Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Oh, that sounds fun!
1: Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And next, we're going to Talal. Egypt. Yay! And I'm very sorry for butchering that one. But I love you guys. <laughs> I know.
0: What fun places.
1: I know. It really is. So uh, wow, this is exciting. I know. Yeah, we're
0: getting into the meat of the of the I book. know.
1: So I hope um I hope you listeners are enjoying and don't worry, Grisha verse lovers. We are still going to be doing Grisha verse stuff. We just you know, it's Lee. we got to cover Lee. So, anyways, um, yeah, this is definitely getting into the meat of stuff. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, how you
0: doing, girl? I'm good.
1: Mm-hmm. We uh, mm-hmm.
0: took a very quick trip to Florida for an appointment. But uh, I was like, if we're there, we have to go to the beach. Duh. We were there for, like, maybe two hours
1: <laughs> oh. before my
0: youngest completely just, like, I don't know, butchered his foot. <gasps> Just like Aww. blood everywhere. I don't know what he got. I don't know.
1: It was probably glass on the in the sand. I'm, I'm
0: assuming it was glass or a shell. It was when he was out in the water. So, oh. um, but he came like walking up, and the look on his face. He's he is very um accident prone. <laughs> so I knew that look on his face. And he's just standing there, like, bleeding everywhere. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're leaving now. This was fun, dragging everything out here. <laughs>
1: but it looked like a shark attack.
0: It kind of did. And because it's my luck, it was the one day that there was no lifeguard in duty.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah.
0: There was this <laughs> a park ranger on a... What? <laughs> it was like a park ranger on a four-wheeler. And I was I like waved him down i was like hey i need help and uh he was like what do you need i was like i need first aid oh. and he's like i've got it was like this little foil packet of like antibacterial stuff and a band-aid he's like this is what i have oh wow uh, but he said literally it was like the only day that the lifeguards weren't there and i was like okay of course of well, course
1: i'm glad he was prepared
0: yeah so well. it was uh what much more exciting than I wanted it to be <laughs> that day. Yeah. I was like, I just want to sit on the beach and read ninth house. That's all I want to do. Oh. And then we had to go home. Yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah. So that is the only time I've been at the beach all summer. And that makes me sad.
1: Well, at least you got to see it and go. Yes. I haven't seen the beach. I,
0: I did go into the water and play in the waves a little bit and, uh, Hey, sit for a little
1: bit. It. You got to be grateful for what mm-hmm. you got. At least you had those two hours. Yes. So that's nice. That's yes. exciting. Um, cool. Well, let's see. Um, I don't know if much has really changed with me. I Well, one thing that's really exciting for me um, is I was waiting on an ARC that I was excited that I was going to be able to get. And um, I got it. Yay. I know. And... um, Yeah, so for those of you out there that – because I can share it because, yeah, because other people have to get them and read them. Um, However, it's really cool. So let me just show you as well. Hold on. (laughs) Holding. Yeah, so um, I – okay, so it's a really – it's a sequel to a book that came in my fairy loot crate, like, I can't remember, maybe a couple years ago or maybe just, like, last year. And you know I'm obsessed with fairy tales. What? What? I know, what? Well, it had a description about a fairy tale, and I was like, hmm, I'll give it a try, and fell in love with it. So it's by Stephanie Garber, who wrote the Caraval series. And, um, yeah, so those of you out there that know Once Upon a Broken Heart, I've got, ah, the Ballad of Never After. Yes, this will be out in September, and I'm so excited. Um, And I've been reading it, um, trying, um i i want to just sit and read this entire thing but unfortunately life is going on and i have other things to do so every moment i have i read it but um it's really cool and it made me really excited this is the second one she had to send me because the first one never came i was like sitting there i was like i emailed them back i was like um just let you know i can't wait for the book to come and they're like oh my god it hasn't gotten there yet it should have been there. And I was like, seriously, since the moment they had told me they were sending me a copy, I had checked the mailbox every day. <laughs> and now, now since I've gotten it, I'm sure Chris has noticed I don't check the mail anymore um, because I don't. Um, but yay. Anyways, I, I, I was really excited. It was really neat. To, it's, and for those of you out there that really actually um, read Once Upon a Broken Heart and are excited about this, I'm just letting you know it's going to be great. It's fantastic. It's really good. So, um, that's been exciting for me. Yeah. And it's a... Yeah. So, um, everything else has just been uh, family stuff. And still going through that. And anyways, for those of you out there, just... Um, yeah, if you have an extra minute or like want to say a little prayer or something for my daddy. However, he's going to... Yeah, I'm just... It is, there's nothing else to say except for the fact that, you know, it's just, unfortunately, life sucks sometimes. But, um, he's here, he's and I'm gonna enjoy every moment I have. And it's just, um, it's really weird. Like, I mean, just, not to make this, um, podcast so deep, but, (laughs) it, um, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. And I just, um, I, um... At least I've got I've got some support. My brother's coming in, which I'm really excited about. One, I haven't seen him in a while, and two, he hasn't actually met Kaden. Oh yeah, he has never met Kaden, and I don't even know if Kaden knows my brother's coming in, <laughs> which will be kind of funny. Maybe I should just like prank him and like just like bring my brother, like and just be like, hey, this is my rent, yeah. But um, that's Th- I, that. I,
0: not to make light of the situation, but. Hayden and your brother,
1: I know. Can you imagine? are
0: going to be very interesting, aren't they? <laughs> I I can see it going one of two ways.
1: Oh yeah. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> they are complete opposites. Mm-hmm. I will say this though, my brother, I am. You would be impressed at the way that he is handling some stuff with, like I mean he has agreed and he's like yeah i mean i we both hate the situation we're in but he actually like i mean he's just very to the point he's all about facts and he does come across blunt however sometimes blunt with definitely some attitude and some yes.
0: <laughs> some just, sass yeah he's very sassy
1: so <laughs> he will um get his point across um <laughs> and if you're if you're talking and your story is taking too long yeah he will um <laughs> let you know and it will give you chills and make you more anxious and make it worse but anyways he's um, actually like i mean being very sensitive and i'm really impressed that's good i know but we have each other and um yeah my my daddy is um he's just going through um stuff and yeah he's um but he is I've had some really good moments with him still and he's still like he's he's talking and everything's good my mom is it's just it's a hard situation there's nothing else to say except it's just it's hard when you get older and um your parents start to age there's Mm -hmm. it's just it's hard however um yeah so okay well that's enough of me just really trying to scrape around an issue and not really doing a great job but also not really putting in much context so thanks for those of you guys that are still listening um and haven't like just been like i'm gonna leave but um anyways i would appreciate the little extra prayers if you guys that would be great yes but anyways um we have this podcast and this is what this is amazing i like i i really look forward to this each week and especially since we've entered a new world that Lee created and it's such a fascinating one but it's not really a new world because you know it's our world
0: yeah yeah and- we were taught talk- we we kind of touched on that earlier before we started that there's a there's like obviously a fictional story but it's still taking place in like a real world yeah so that's um that's very interesting for me that's a little more of my Alley than the fictitional world. Oh, definitely.
1: (laughs) And for those of you eight people that are watching us on YouTube, um, instead of the fold being behind me, which it wasn't behind me last week either, but we actually have a really cool photo. Um, This is Beinecke Library, the actual image of inside. So this is literally the place that we begin... In chapter six, this is where the, um, is it the rite? Like, I know the Ar- 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 Aurelians are doing, uh, uh-huh. something. They're,
0: they're doing some sort of ritual.
1: Yes. And they're doing it in this library. And literally, like, I mean, it's just, one, this is a really cool library. Like, I mean, I just think this is so cool. And that is like this box within a box. And... I want to get inside that box right there. That's It's
0: like this mix of old things and modern things.
1: Yeah, well, and you're right, because the actual name of it isn't Beinecke. And on the map, it says the actual... It's um, Beinecke Rare Book and Manuscript Library. So it's really cool. And they are... They're doing this, like, ritual, like, right up in, like, I mean, there's no behind any doors, like, in the beginning where they had they had a secret place. Like, in here, they're, like, literally just up in this library, like, right next to that big cube of rare books. Good old Zeb. I know. So, let's, obviously, let's get into this. Um, I'm glad that you I, you did, our, you didn't say this on podcast, but you did tell me that um, it's starting to, like, you know— Get you a little excited.
0: Yeah, it's starting to get interesting. I noticed uh, the appointment that we went to in Florida. Um, we had to wait forever. I don't know what was going on, um, but literally hours. Hours. Uh. For <laughs> we like a to, doctor to come out? We had to wait forever for the doctor. And then we had to wait forever for um, lab work. And I think we were, the appointment was at like 8. And we didn't get out of there until like 11, 30 or 12. And I noticed Dang. that like I was reading, I had the book with me and I was reading and I wasn't looking up a lot. Like I was actually like engrossed into, into the book. So we're at a point to where, you know, I'm actually invested into it now. So,
1: well, I'm excited. I'm glad Yeah, it's fun. And we didn't say this on the podcast because we talked about it inside my kitchen, but you... And we
0: said we were going to stop doing that.
1: I know. And
0: then we didn't follow our own rules.
1: We've got to start doing that. Try to. Um, But what you said was really good. Um, I thought it was... You were talking about how Lee's writing is very... It's got the same style. And especially in the beginning of a series.
0: Yeah, we talked about that two weeks ago um where i talked about how um at the beginning of a series you know with a be- like uh shadow and bone and six of crows where it's all this information <laughs> all up front you get like 800,000 character names you get all this information about things you get all these hints to things and it's hard for me to be invested in all of that because it's just like <laughs> here's all this information. But then as she starts to kind of unravel all that information that she sent you. (laughs) Yeah. Then it's, you start to get a little more invested in it. Cause you know, this is the time now where we're starting to get to know our main character a little bit more. And we're starting to get to know more about uh, what's going on and what they're doing. So um, it starts to get a little more interesting, but that happened with, you know, her her previous books too. So
1: yeah, it's, they are always is like just like this mystery and i feel see i felt that way with six of crows mm-hmm. um i was very like even though it was the same world six of crows just like really threw me like and cuz it
0: started
1: it starts full on it starts full on <laughs> but also like for me and my brain it wasn't easy to like make it like i was just like i was almost like I was just getting confused a lot just because there were so many characters and Uh so many different things, and it might have been the same world, but I was, whoa. and
0: It was a new setting with new characters.
1: And totally different from, Uh we weren't, like, I mean, it's an amazing, obviously, it's an amazing, amazing story. We know, like, how great that is and how popular it is, and that's why it is. But it's just so different from the other, from Ravka, you know? It's just so... It's almost like polar opposite, so to all of a sudden have this Amsterdam place that's what I always think of. I always think of amsterdam um so I just um yeah, love Ketterdam in six of crows, <laughs> and um we're just gonna I lost my train of thought. Could you tell?
0: oh, well, yeah, I mean, we were just talking about how it was everything like. Because we, we start with, like, Kaz, and then it's just like Nina and this and that and that. And it's just like, just like this where we get Alex and Darlington and everybody's, like, hints at everybody's life all at the same time. And it's just,
1: yeah it's a lot.
0: And so now we're starting to kind of unfurl all of that.
1: Yeah. And that was also the first time that she introduced that style of writing, which she has created now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, always done. Like, you know, where the chapter name is who's... It's the same for, like, whatever set. Like, for here, it's our setting. Like, I mean, the chapter is either last fall or winter.
0: And the chapter six that we're starting with, that's last fall. I feel like that was more from Darlington's point of view. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, um, I love that we're getting into these characters more and we're learning more about them. So one thing I want to, like, I, I just think is neat that, we get to see more of the magic a little bit um, or the magic of this place. Um, But to also know that like literally like this isn't so much fantasy either. Like, I mean, prognosticate. Is that a real word though? Prognostication? Sure. Okay. Because I didn't think logomancy was, um, (laughs) which actually is. And I didn't think it was um, word magic. And I just think, because I thought that was really cool when they're like, I love the fact that we're starting to learn all the different, you know, what the houses have like what their specialty is. And I love that Aurelians is like they're considered really not that strong, but if you had control over words, I think you could I feel like that'd be a really strong one. Don't yeah. you th- I mean, especially in our world where it's like fact and mm-hmm. Because if you can control words, and you've got to be able to control, like, words anywhere, which would mean internet and stuff like that, too. Right. So yeah. you can just change around anything. I thought it was neat that they gave the example of how um, in the graveyard, if they didn't have, like, spe- like, they did some special kind of charms or whatever on some of the graves. Otherwise, um, they'd have greys running around everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was neat. So
0: Prognostication.
1: Prognostication.
0: The action of foretelling or prophesying future events. I can't ever say that word, but oh, you get it.
1: Okay, well, then that—so that was just that—okay, so that was a—well, <laughs> dang, Lee. Okay, well, just—Lee knows her vocabulary. Yeah. With, dang. Okay, well, um, some other neat things I thought, like, I mean— I love the fact that like we learn how to keep Grays away. Yes. And I also think it's a little funny. I think it's funny that you like one of the things is like just yelling death you words. Literally just
0: say words.
1: Yeah, but death words. <laughs> yeah. So like that is really like when you think about that, like I mean, to me, like death words. Okay. So huh.
0: Darlington was saying a poem about skeletons having sex.
1: So I mean, you could just yell out like, "I don't know." I mean, that's so so weird. I just think it's very interesting. However, it did end in a very cool way. Um, that chapter went up because when Alex starts singing her song that's in Spanish and Hebrew, that was neat. Although I have no clue what that. I know we're yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, um, that was yeah. How
0: would that even sound?
1: Have you listened to the audio at all? No. Okay, so it's very interesting. Who like um, have you listened to any of this in on, on audio? No. Okay. Well, hey, go girl. I'm impressed. I I thought <laughs> um, so this one still has Lauren Fortgang, but it also has a gentleman. Who go, like and goes back and forth, okay. and um, I don't know who the gentleman is, but yeah, he does sing it kind of oh. a little bit, and um, yeah, this whole s- chapter six is neat, just because I mean, I feel one, we've already got we we're understanding Darlington, we're getting more about Alex, and I just I love it. I um, it's creepy. Um, what were they doing exactly what was like I mean, so we know that like i mean they they had a scroll they and
0: he did something like in my notes, I literally have Zeb doing a thing, but he was <laughs> he like cut himself open and like put his hands on it and was like absorbing the ink the ink so what... I, I couldn't tell you why.
1: Well, so it was <laughs> absorbing the words, I feel like, that were on that scroll. Yeah. But, exactly. But, like, why? I, did anybody? I don't g- know. Okay.
0: I mean, I, I I don't know if I missed it.
1: See, that's what I feel like I did. Because <laughs> I feel like that's totally a me thing to do.
0: Um, Because they were focusing. She was, I guess we were kind of focusing on, like, what Zeb was doing. But then they were also kind of focusing on the fact that Alex screwed up the salt circle. Yeah. And, like, the greys got out. Um,
1: Because she got so excited. Yeah,
0: she was all into what was going on. Um, But Darlington actually, like, turned it around.
1: Oh, yeah, that was really...
0: On them. And he's like, I didn't do it for you. But I feel like that's kind of a pivotal moment. It is. In their relationship. Um, So, but the... The other cool thing was that they talk about the elixir. He takes the elixir,
1: yeah, for the
0: so that he can see the greys.
1: Yep, which is
0: and she doesn't need to.
1: No, because she can see them.
0: And he, um, it's cold. Like they get really, really cold, and he describes it as getting an icicle shoved up your ass.
1: Yeah, it just sounds like brain freeze all over. (laughs) Yes. Um. Almost sounds like maybe Lee's trying to get us to think that maybe it feels like you're dead, in a sense. Um, I'm not sure, but I do think it's... Um, I think it's very interesting that she... Like, I mean, it brings up the question to me, like, okay, so all these other people, everybody else has to drink this mm-hmm. elixir. Why? What? Ha- what is so special about Alex? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's so... Interesting, and I got,
0: we also learn that they can touch Alex.
1: Well, that's a creepy part. Nobody else does. Yeah, but even they, with
0: the elixir, they can't get touched.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's really creepy when she she brings that out. She brings that up, and that's why. And it kind of brings light to the fact of why she is so terrified mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, and we actually during this entire like this whole section, this whole like I mean that we read, we get. All of that. We we mm-hmm. definitely understand why she's so terrified. And it's horrifying. And I think, but I love that she stumps Darlington. Like, I mean, he's just like...
0: Yeah, like, what do you mean?
1: <laughs> they touch you. Like, that's...
0: Yeah, that's not a thing.
1: And he had no clue. I will say that I um, I felt her pain when she was, like, at the very end of that chapter. And she starts, like... Yelling like I mean, where have you got? Why have you guys not ever come in and help me?
0: Yeah, there was like this like panicked pain,
1: and it was so real. The mm-hmm. way like I felt like it was written, I feel like I really felt it.
0: Yeah, cause she's like it. It took you so long to save me. You could have saved me. And mm-hmm. she said, "No, I'm not talking about just you. I'm yeah. talking about the dean, who I always want to call Dean Shadow, <laughs> but." <laughs>
1: Yes. Sand out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But she's like, you know, him or literally anybody else, not just you, but like literally any of you didn't do anything for me.
1: No. They were studying her and watching. Yeah. And and waiting for, I mean, just age. I mean, what were they? I feel like maybe they were studying her like... Maybe they didn't even know in the beginning they were going to, like, let her be a part of Lethe. But maybe it was more like, since this is something that we deal with, we definitely need to keep an eye on her.
0: Make sure it's real.
1: Make sure, like. Oh, my God. Do you think they were watching her as a child?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: I mean, I wonder how long they had. True. But But honestly. Because
0: he had an old essay of hers.
1: Yeah, I feel like they've been watching her for a very long time. And it's really sad. Some really cool parts that, like, I mean...
0: But Darlington, like, let her break a bunch of, like...
1: Yeah, he broke Stuff
0: it. He, in the room. Was it, like, old historical stuff?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I just love the fact that all of a sudden Darlington... Like, kind of, it. I feel like that's his, like, moment where he's, like... Okay, I I feel your pain, and yeah, we should have done something because like
0: that, that seems out of character at that point.
1: Oh yeah, because uh, right now we feel like I mean Darlington's just like this perfect, what? perfect
0: Dante per- or ex Dante, who is a little sassy about having to give up his spot so soon. I think to. To somebody who isn't of what he, of his caliber, of what he would think. So it almost seems like he's a little begrudgingly.
1: Yeah. He's, I think he's also upset because he wanted the fact to be able to like, he seems like that type of person that enjoys like choosing and having that control. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like the build up to like, oh my God, I finally get to pick this. <laughs> and-, and it's taken away. Yeah.
0: And it's to somebody who's better at it than he is because she can see it.
1: Who's better at it, but also is from a completely different world, which Mm -hmm. is like it brings up a whole other like topic of the fact that like, I mean, you know, what privileges and we learn about her too. Like, so I think it's the following chapter where like, I mean, we learn that when she was in school, like, I mean, how she didn't, Fit in with anybody mm-hmm. she wanted, she obviously thought pretty was blonde hair and like that typical white girl thing. She thought that was pretty and she want, but they didn't like her. But then she also pretty much, I think she says, like the Mexicans didn't, Mexicans thought she was white, she wasn't Mexican enough to be with the Mexicans, yeah. And which is just like, I mean. I don't know. I just, it's sad. I hate it when bullying, I hate bullying, but um, it's just like, it's such a lonely place. Yeah. And it touches on some really like, I mean, some really deep, deep discussion. Like, I mean, definitely some topics that I mean are, she's gone through a lot of stuff and I mean, she's just but she also I love that we also get to see the evolution of her a little bit like start to kick kick oh, ass.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And like before we go back into her like story, it was when we get to see the magic library.
1: Oh my god, yes. Thank the you. The beginning
0: for... of chapter 7 Ugh. is the magic library.
1: Okay, and like so cool. Like
0: all you have to do is like write down a thought of what you want to learn about.
1: Yep. <laughs> And then it just shakes and spits out all these different books.
0: That is so cool.
1: And that's just so amazing. I I mean, it's
0: kind of like the internet because you just kind of type a few things that you want to learn about and it pops up. But, like, for it to be a physical yeah. Thing with all because it's pulling up like historical documents.
1: Yeah, and these things are very like I feel like these are magical books that are hidden from the main Mm world. Like I mean, it's hidden from
0: like the public. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's a huge archive of them, Mm -hmm. like massive, and you can just write down whatever you yeah want. However, neat note that when she does write that down, the note before was written by Darlington. Yeah, and. What I can't remember what it said. I should have. But it's the first hint that we get... Well, it's not the first hint that we know that he's gone. We know he's gone. But it's the first time Lee says that was the last night that Darlington was seen alive. Something like that. Yeah. It says it in a different way than it had because we knew something suspicious was going on. Oh, yeah. But now we definitely know, I mean he might not even be alive. Yeah,
0: we have no idea.
1: Alex really, like, I mean, it's very weird. And, but it's exciting because it makes you like, what is going on?
0: Because it also says, a week from now, Darlington might be Be back.
1: So he, (laughs) so
0: like, what is happening?
1: And because it's, (laughs) and he might be back because of a, a special ritual they're doing. So it makes you think
0: that he's he's, he's definitely dead, dead, or in like an in between, or like a different realm, exactly. or something.
1: He's messed around with something, or I mean, because if he might be back, then he's definitely. She knows he's not dead. Yeah, or at least she's got enough hope that he isn't. It's weird. It is, um,
0: but the magic library is
1: cool. Magic library <laughs> is so cool. I would totally love to have one, and uh huh. It's just, it's really neat. What was, and I thought the name of the, there's this, they have a name for that. Yeah, there it is. Al, Album Marley book. Mm-hmm. Alex, yeah, that's definitely not how you probably say that. Probably Lee wrote it and it's a lot cooler sounding than the way I did. <laughs> but um, it's just, what a cool thought and idea. Yeah. And it's just and it's um, there it's in between, like, Stover at Yale and a battered copy of New England Cookery Volume 2. She'd never seen any sign of Volume 1. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious because some of the, like, I don't know. So it got
0: me thinking because I was also taking my notes at the same time. How do you spell gray? Not like how Lee is spelling it right. here necessarily, but like... How do you spell gray?
1: (laughs) Okay. So I think I, I always, well, it's controversial. It is, isn't it? And what is, (laughs) and I guess I don't know what the difference is. I think I, I think I normally do with an E. I normally do with an E. Is that the, what is the difference? Do we even know?
0: So I think G-R-A-Y is the more Americanized version of it. Oh, that's it? I think so. And that's I think G-R-E-Y is like other places, but it's also the name. Like if your name is something gray, then it typically tends to be G-R-E-Y. Um, but I've always spelled it with an E-Y.
1: Yeah. Like
0: I, every time I try, because like Lee spells it A-Y. And so anytime I try to write gray it seems so wrong to me so and even word doesn't okay correct so me
1: anymore it says gray gray is more fre- fre- frequent frequent in american english whereas gray g r e y is more common in british english mm-hmm. The varying usage of both gray and gray extends to specialized terms such as animal species and scientific terms. Okay, well, that's not as exciting as I thought it was. However, of course, you and I both are writing it the (laughs) British way because, I mean, duh. Um, So, well, at least we're spelling it the right way.
0: But I just had to put it in my notes of like, ask Eric how he spells gray because as I was (laughs) typing it out, and then I was also thinking. If you're writing to this magic library and you put down like G R E Y, would it?
1: So does she? How, how does she spell it? G R A Y. Okay. She probably does that on purpose too. Yeah. Does sound...
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the majority of Americans are G R A Y. If anybody spells it our way, let us know on Instagram. Yeah. Um. But at this, I, I just thought it would be a fun, like, <laughs> oh. how do you spell it? Because it just, I just imagined if I wanted to learn more about greys and I went to this book and I was like G-R-E-Y and gave it to it, would the book recognize? What it is. G-R-E-Y instead of G-R-A-Y. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that, but because my brain does weird things.
1: Well, I wonder if the scientific term also, like, I mean, for greys really is greys. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, I mean, they still use the word ghosts. Like, I mean, not, not, like, it's not, like, prevalent. We're using the term gray a lot. But it still is, like, used where, like, you yeah. know that other students and other people, I don't think other people know the term gray. Right. Um, mm. But I think it ha- has to do with the fact that, I mean, that's the color they see them in. But Alex obviously sees something. Right. Which it's is, not
0: gray to her. Yeah. Nah.
1: Um and
0: which we talk about we in do in this chapter.
1: So yeah, we um we get to a this is definitely um the part that I mean there's a lot of adult parts, but
0: yeah, if you've got little ears in the room, <laughs> you might want Yeah, wanna, this is
1: definitely the time not to.
0: Yeah.
1: Um because we go back to a very important part mm-hmm. of her childhood and it's I have never I never saw this coming. Um, Did you? No. Uh-uh. I mean, it's it's not a storyline that I think I've ever heard of. I mean, the way it's done, you know, like a...
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been done before, but not in this context.
1: Okay. Like, a, because obviously we are talking about the fact that she's a pretty young girl and, like... Uh, when she's younger, and she had, she goes on a field trip, and she has, she's used to seeing the greys or the ghosts, the
0: quiet ones. That's right. Is what she, she calls them. She talks about how she sees them everywhere, about like yep. at the pool, or like some biker that's all like messed up, or yeah. Um, there's perverts. She's, um, like she sees all kinds of quiet ones,
1: and she's used to. Walking th- she can walk through them, and she does know that she doesn't like doing it, but when she has it's very cold yeah, and this um yeah, she goes to the a on ba- a
0: field trip
1: on a field trip, she goes to the bathroom nobody else no one of the other girls go to the bathroom because it's nasty, and I'm probably one of those girls. <laughs> if it's too nasty, I will just figure it out. but anyways on um yeah she um she gets sexually assaulted by a gray.
0: Yeah. So we had learned in previous chapters that the grays, quiet ones, or whatever you want to call them, are attracted to life. And she gets her period for the first time on yeah. this field trip. So it sparks this pervert gray yeah. to uh, rape her in the bathroom and leave her.
1: Yeah and
0: well not necessarily yeah. leave her because the i think the teacher like walks in as it's happening but she can't see yeah. the gray
1: but then the gray is gone like i mean she does like
0: he does go away
1: and cuz she questions it doesn't she i think she's like i don't know i feel like she doesn't know why the gray left because mm-hmm. i mean but it's a it's it's written, I will say this, like I did, like I mean, it, it surprised me, but I think the way Lee wrote it actually was done very well. Um, it was, it was graphic, but not something that was like just, it wasn't like, excru- you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. It wasn't gratuitous. Right. Yeah. Um, however, it is horrible to think that this happened to like a, a young little girl.
0: And it really sparked everything i mean it's it really changed the entire path um because her her only friend started spreading rumors about that event and they started calling her like bloody mary and so she she's getting even more bullied and like her mom's making her go to school and it's just this whole thing and like If you're just absolutely tortured all the time, you're tortured at school, you're tortured at home, you're Mm -hmm. tortured just all the time because she can't get away from these things. Um, But that's when she meets Mosh. Yep. And Mosh's group. And she's 12 years old.
1: Yeah, it sounds like me. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And um, Mosh and his group are, um, they're the wrong kids.
1: They're the cool kid. They're like they're a the people older, we... but
0: they're like they're the cool ones. Not I don't know cool, but they're the
1: the goth, the fun, yeah. the unique. I and mean, somebody
0: offers her some drugs, and boom, she discovers while she, when she the first inhale, the greys go away.
1: Which is so like it's interesting. It's
0: also. <sighs> It's very indicative and very, like parallel to real life as well. So like w- like if you are a tortured soul, don't even breathe graze into this, but like if you have this like really rough life and you are constantly tortured, that first hit, yeah that takes the pain away.:
1: mm-hmm. It's a trauma she's experiencing.
0: You are going to get hooked because you realize. If I keep doing this, all the bad
1: stuff just goes away. Well, and that's what she's been running away from. Like, literally, like, she's just been running away from that her whole life. Ever since that happened. And because she, had, she was okay with, you know, seeing the quiet ones. She had, like, learned to, like, live with it. And she had just made her... Good like little Judy miss Megan, who ended up not being a good Judy at all, but she like kind of came to terms with it and was hoping things was gonna get better well, then all of a sudden, this happens, and now she's terrified um and and it's all because she knows that they can touch you mm-hmm. i like I mean it's not only like I mean, it's just terrifying, it's so weird, but don't some drugs do different things.
0: Yeah, she. It's it's only the like the downers really that will help her. Like all the opiates and all the um,
1: (laughs) the shrooms, shrooms and stuff like that. The
0: hallucinogens are probably a good thing if you're already seeing. They made it worse. Yeah, things. (laughs) my god. Um, but she uh, obviously starts down a terrible path. Her mom sends her to like a scared straight program. Yep. (laughs) But, and she's like, uh-uh, peace out. I'm going to keep doing this. But this is where Helly comes in. She meets this Helly that we have heard about a lot, yes. but we know nothing about it. We know that she's dead. Right. Um, and they just talk about, like, it. it's going on this story, and you think, oh, we're going to get there. And then it just no. goes, the incident, and I woke up to Dean Shadow in my room.
1: <laughs> Dean Shadow.
0: He's just Dean Shadow now.
1: That's fine. Dean Shadow. Uh- okay. So...
0: And so it was like, oh, so close. We almost got the tea. I know. And then we didn't get the tea.
1: <laughs> we didn't. And we've got so many tea to things to get. Yes. Like, there's all these different pieces that you want. Um, we need
0: Darlington tea. Yes. We need Helly tea.
1: <laughs> yeah. and
0: We still have the dead lady tea.
1: Tara, so that's my question. Like, I mean, why do you think Alex is so obsessed with Tara's murder? I mean... I understand it could possibly be one of the societies. Possibly. But however, like, I mean, in the beginning, like, it really doesn't look like it has anything to do... What is she... Why? She
0: said it reminded her of Helly's murder. Or of Helly's death. Not murder. But she said it...
1: So that's what you think it is?
0: She said, like, in uh, one of the previous chapters, and I think we touched on it, um, is that she mentions that uh, the incident that. looked, it reminded her very much of Heli.
1: Hmm. Okay. So we, I feel lucky because we actually get two magical scenes in our reading that we had. And so then we go back and we still we have-
0: The present day.
1: Present day. We've got Dawes, Pamela, who <laughs> still is just this very- we She don't, does not care. No, she's not. She's
0: got her own thing going on. Yep. She can't be bothered.
1: No. mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. She cannot. And I'm excited to see if that character grows. Um, I have a feeling it will. Oh, yeah. But... um,
0: They're going to the morgue. They
1: are. And... Field trip. And (laughs) my favorite part is who is like the gatekeeper to the morgue, but, you know, just your own good... Miss Judy, just, of course, she's just like, <laughs> uh, she's just a Becky. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it's Moira. Moira. I love it. It is such, like, Moira. And I say it like that because, you know, we got to think of our shits Creek. Yeah. I, I would, oh my God, could you imagine if Moira actually was?
0: Uh, <gasps> oh. I feel like you'd never be able to get past the...
1: Oh no, you would not, because and it's not that she didn't want you to. It just she
0: just wouldn't stop talking or singing mm-hmm.
1: or produce making you sign her autograph.
0: So she she doesn't need to use magic to get past Moira. She just talks.
1: She's smart. Yeah. She does like. I mean, she um, I think that was really clever of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need a moment. Yeah, just it, give
0: me my moment, and then I've got this thing on my cell phone and look at it and. I don't know she got she got back there. She did, but um, for the actual like uh person back there, she had to use her coin. She
1: did, and that's her last one, right? Yeah, that is her last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we
0: but we get a big old slice of magic.
1: Yeah, and we finally get a little bit like it's it's interesting. It's like it leaves you with questions, but it answers some, but leaves you like I think it's neat. I love this magic that they're using yeah. because it just it. It's very—I could see it happening almost. Uh, I don't know
0: why, but I got, like, Egyptian vibes from it. It's the scarab beetle. It's the scarab beetle. Yes. Because the actual, like, process isn't very, like, Egyptian. But, like, I guess the second she says scarab beetle, my mind goes to, like, the mummy. And I'm, like, picturing sand floating in the air and stuff. (laughs)
1: It's—yeah. And she puts it in on her tongue. Uh So, like, I mean, it's— um. It's, it's, it's weird. She does that. And then the other part is like rubbing wax on her body in like different mm-hmm. like and designs. Like stuff
0: on fire and crap.
1: Yeah. But after she says some kind of like little spell thingy doo, she can actually be able to get tap into some of Tara's memories.
0: Yeah. She can see all of the wounds on her body.
1: So it's the memories from those, right? Is that it?
0: She gets. She starts getting flashes. Yeah, I think it was. Um, if I'm remembering it properly, it's there's like a floaty image or, or like something there above some the d- wound, and when she kind of puts herself into it, she gets a yes. She gets a flash. So she she got a flash of Tara on a bicycle getting like slammed into a car. Yeah, and then she gets a flash of her friend uh, saying that he was sorry.
1: Her boy it seems like it's her boyfriend. Yeah. That's right. Cause we do have some clues. We know that, like, I mean, she the Turner guy, whatever, is like uncovered that she was with her and her boyfriend dealt drugs or something.
0: Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So we get that she feels like uh Tara was drugged. She didn't feel any pain. And that but she was scared.
1: And that's what tipped her off, though, was the fact that, like, because she, when, when she's over the stab wound, um, which she is, like, I mean, she knows is the wound that's really important. She gets this, like, it's that flash that, like, all of a sudden, like, and I think this is the part that I really like the description of, is, like, when she's in there, she could feel, like... Almost like the slice or whatever. Yeah. And she feels the warm blood, but there's no pain. Mm-hmm. And that's what tips her off to thinking like, okay, well, one, this ain't pot. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I think that kind of gets her like, what is going on? Yeah,
0: because um, as she's leaving, she runs into Turner. Yeah. And she starts—she's not even scared of him, like, at all.
1: I I love it. I love it.
0: And she starts questioning him, like, what is it? What's the drug? What is it? Tell me. Why can't you tell me?
1: And he actually, like, does admit he doesn't—they haven't been able to figure Mm -hmm. out what it is. So that is definitely something—and then we get the biggest hint I think we've gotten so far that the only person they—they've dealt a lot of people drugs, but— the guy from the very beginning uh-huh. that just happens to be like who seems like who
0: is the watcher, like the looker outer Yeah,
1: who seems like just like, you know, your California pothead. Um, so, like, I'm sorry, I just imagine like a surfer dude. Yeah, but, she
0: said he was really tired looking.
1: Uh, yeah. He
0: He's in he, her contacts. Yeah.
1: So that is Oh, do we by chance know what house he's from? Is he, uh, i wonder if he is—like, do we know if he's part of Leithy or is he part of—I don't know. I just kind of—there's all the—I'm trying to figure some of this out because you have to remember, you know, I only read this once and it was right when it came out and, you know, so much time has passed in my brain. I don't remember—I remember, I, remember <laughs> I loved this book, but I remember a lot of it. Um, so I feel like there's all these different hints in here. So I'm wondering, like, I mean— If, I don't know, who knows where I'm going with that one. I should probably stop. I know I'm making no (laughs) sense, but um, that's where that ends. But it's still like it's, um, I feel like it's a, it gives us something.
0: He's a bonesman.
1: He's a bones. Okay. Okay. So hear me out. That is interesting because I feel like there is a part. Okay. Is bonesman. That's not skull and key. No. I wonder what Bonesman is because here it is like um um so back all the way in like the very first chapter it's in the beginning Darlington oh well no that's back when Darlington was alive though okay nope makes no sense I was gonna say Darlington is suspicious of some stuff that makes whenever someone's suspicious in a book that is a murder. <laughs> I'm right? always trying to, like, figure it out. But, no, that makes no sense because if Darlington is suspicious, then that is not present day, and we are in present day murder. Tara yeah. Hutchins is present yeah, day. Yeah,
0: Tara is present day.
1: And it's it's so interesting, though. It's still, like, I mean, she gets some information, but still it's not a lot. Yeah. I mean...
0: And the the very last line... <laughs> Oh, read it, Of the book uh, when—because we just said she was not afraid of Turner. And Turner's, like, threatening her. Like, I'm going to arrest you and all this stuff. She's like, no, you're not. Um, But the very last line, um, and don't grab me like that again. I may be shit, but I'm the kind that sticks.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I (laughs) mean— She just—she's got some angst and— Just a little— it's really awesome, though. Like, I mean, I love that. I, it's a, she's strong, she's powerful, she's, and she's got an upper hand to people. Um, well, she, he's
0: really good at writing, like sassy women. Oh, of
1: course, yeah. yeah. Um, and this Turner character, he's just—I don't think he expected any of that no. at all. But it's, um, it's, I don't
0: think he's necessarily a bad
1: guy. Oh no,
0: but he's definitely not helping. <laughs>
1: Well, he's—because he's he's got such an interesting role. Like, it makes you—like, his role is to kind of—he knows magic is going on, which makes me wonder if he ever has been a part of these secret societies. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I feel like if you're going to, like, hire someone to help be the person in the police unit that makes sure—I don't know. It's just—
0: But he— He works for Dean Shadow, though, right? Like, he's looking out. Like, he has to report to Dean Shadow, like, things that are going on.
1: Well, no, that's her. She does. Oh, she's the go-between? Yeah, because he is just the person that works for the cops that helps make sure that, like, you know, if something is done by one of the secret societies, he kind of leaks it to them to make sure they can kind of clean it up. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So Dean Sandow is actually who she has to report to, Mm -hmm. um, who still seems like there's still some suspicious stuff there. Yeah, Um, there's a lot of suspicious stuff. It's sus. It's it's, sus. Okay. Well. Okay, loving it. Fantastic. Um. So, well, I guess really, like, I mean, we are just done. That was a fantastic episode. I do. Yeah, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, and, um, don't forget, please, if you want, we have started our little discussion on Fable, Lethe, and the Ancient Eight. Um, yeah, we're having some fun. I am, at least. Um, it's just a, it's a place, if you want, where you can ask questions, and we can kind of, like, talk back and forth. However, just definitely want to give a shout-out to Joseph. Thank you for, um, communicating with me and asking your questions. You've, um... Yeah, we've been talking, and he's got some really interesting points um, about this book. And, yeah, it's, um, yeah, so it doesn't hurt if you want to. Um, His question, which actually I do want to ask, is he asks, so it's this um, one quote from the very beginning. If you want a gray-proof, if you want to gray-proof your room, hang a Holbein print. And he says, I'm familiar with the artist Hans Holbein. But why would his art in particular be repellent to Greys? And I don't think I said that art is correct. So I'm so sorry, Joseph. I'm sure you do. Um, I have no clue. I have no clue. Um, I did say I would look into it.
0: I don't know. I mean, is it, is the artist um, into like morbid things?
1: I, I looked it up and I mean, I looked at the art. That's all I got to look at. And it just, it was very, it was Renaissancey. But it was, I didn't see any blood or anything, so I mean, well,
0: because if you're trying to keep them out, then you want to remind them of death, correct? So I don't know if the artist, has, I guess, like, death in his work or it have
1: know. to. There's got to be something. There's got to mm-hmm. be something interesting. But he asked that question, and I didn't. I didn't know either. Um, but I do want to start thinking about what, and I want you to think about this too. If we were to run into a gray, what would the death words be that we would use? <laughs> I'm gonna think, and you okay. think. I think that'll be fun. All right. And for those of you out there that wanna share, we would love to hear. I'm, yeah, real death words. So they've gotta be from something. What would you use? Not All something right. you can come up with. Yeah, because I can yell death. I want, could you just ye- yell death, death over <laughs> and over again?
0: Graveyards, gravesites, bones, blood.
1: <laughs> Murder!
0: Marilyn Manson!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Oh my God. That's funny.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that sounds like something that would... Oh, wow.
0: It's something I would Sinners. probably say in a panic.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, well, it has been fantastic. We will be covering the next three chapters next episode. So, that will be chapters 9, 10, and 11. Okay. Well, we love you all. And we'll see you next week. Long live the Grishaverse.
0: Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. A plus.
1: No No mourners. mourners.
0: No funerals.
1: This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at
0: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast.
1: And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda.